and they have their way with your children in demon outfits. Politics ruin, or rather control your whole life, man. You're going to be a miserable person, straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy, and they hate their neighbors. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Underground for episode 94. My name is David, and I am joined once again by Joseph. He's a demon. Nations. <laughs> gotcha. It's really, it's really. Wild West Kemp style. I can't take it away from you. And this is the show where every week. Oh, it, you know what? That's where I was supposed to do that, wasn't it? Anyway, yep. uh, it works both ways. <laughs> this is the show where every week we remind you. Politics ruins everything. Joseph, how's it going? Hey, not too bad, man. I'm excited for this episode. Now, this today was, and this weekend was kind of crazy too for me. Um, what about you, man? Uh, yeah. Uh, as like I was telling you before the show, I'm I've got an uh, an interview tomorrow. That'll be Tuesday the 14th. Uh, so hopefully that'll all work out. And then I'm almost done studying for my drone stuff. I'm about to take that test, and then there was something else that I told you too, and now I don't remember what it was. Oh, I'm studying because I got a I got a lead Bible study on Sunday, so um, that'll nice, be nice. Out of old Nehemiah, out of Nehemiah. Um, yeah, I'll be. It's funny because that specific chapter is about how he became um, like governor over the people and the way that he treated um, the Jews in in that situation. Mm. Uh, so I, I think it's going to actually be kind of interesting and I've got to do a little research into it because um, I am not Nehemiah is not a book that I am uber familiar with. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to that end and uh, I, it's going to be better than some of the other chapters that we've gone over before because the cha- I think it's chapter three is just them talking about the lineages of people who were helping to build the wall. And so it's like someone with a really hard name uh, was rebuilding the dung gate and you're like, okay, okay. yeah. Uh, so what's the know. meaning behind this one? Yeah. 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 So it, it, that, that kind of stuff can be difficult to talk about and have a group discussion yeah. uh, about as well, but there are well, ways. What's not difficult is our value for value system, which means basically the work that we're providing here that if you're getting out of value, any value out of it, you can donate your value that you're getting out of this in return to us. And so you just go to our show notes, click the direct.me link, and you can donate to us there in the form of your time, talent, and treasure. Your treasure would be our PayPal link and our Bitcoin wallet address on the PayPal link. Uh, if you do donate, be sure to leave a note and we'll read it live on air. And also, if you could do a $1 a month donation, reoccurring donation, that's what we're asking for. Anything more is great, but if you could do a dollar a month, that's our goal. And then you can also donate to us in the form of, you know, if you come across an interesting article, uh, video, anything like that. If, you know, we also think it's interesting, we'll uh, use it and cover it. Uh, you, editing, just anything, any way you think you could enhance our, our product. Uh, we're going to be working on getting producer credits and stuff like that so you, so you can actually put on your resume. Don't forget, in our show notes, when you click that, that direct.me link, you can go subscribe to us on Odyssey and follow us on uh, 
no, subscribe to us on YouTube and Odyssey. I don't know what they call it, Odyssey, but little, yeah, let's just say subscribe. And then you can also follow us on TikTok and Instagram and also on our Twitter accounts. But the most important things you can do is donate, uh, donate, donate, download, and share. That's easy. I need another D, though, for share. Distribute. <laughs> distribute. Donate, download, and distribute. Distribute. On social media everywhere. But yeah, TikTok is doing well. It's really blowing up. We got like over 400,000 views last week, maybe more than that. Um, we have 1 million, roughly 1,037,000 views uh, so far. And then our YouTube's also blowing up. We're uh, at 444 subscribers. I mean, we blew past that 400 mark. It was like, yay, 400. And it was like, oh, yay, almost 450. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was kind of cool. Yeah. And yep. yeah, you we're things are moving along it's really yes. cool it's really cool to see and you know obviously not everybody's going to stick around even if they're checking out our other stuff but i think as time goes on um you know people will go from tiktok to youtube and maybe they'll eventually find the podcast and then they'll either be like oh these guys are nuts or they'll stick around yeah. and be like these are my people now yep and that's Don't just the way that's the yeah, way it works people reach out to us as, as a matter of fact i'll uh read this i need to do better at this uh this kind of stuff but i had someone reach out to us on uh instagram that we don't know and said again i don't know who y'all are but we'd be hella friends uh, <laughs> if we knew each other just because of you know our stances and different things and very active and engaging um I'm not gonna read who they are because they haven't asked for that but right, right. it's cool uh, to hear though hey that's that's awesome i mean you know the like like you've always said like the emails open the the Instagram DMs are open like please please yeah you know, even if it's just stuff like that it's always great and, to to hear from people and just because you know if you do something like that it may be read on our podcast right but yeah know. be sure if you donate on PayPal include a note we'll read it and if you can do a dollar a month reoccurring payment that will help us out because our goal is eventually to do this full time. Yeah. And in order to do that, we got to get paid. And it also helps with the quality of the show because we can just devote our time to this yeah. fully. Uh, and then the only other thing I was going to say is that on TikTok, it's nice when, you know, we critique, critique something, which we'll probably get into. I don't know if it'll be on this episode or next episode again, uh, but people just think of criticism as negative. Yeah, that's what they have in their mind. And when that's not always the case and they think of it as hate and it's like, even if you dislike something, you can still find things about it that you like. Like, uh, you know, we've talked about with the Halo show, horrible show, yep. terrible, but there is actually interesting ideas in there that they just did not handle well. They didn't execute. Yeah. Um, and the problem is it's been done in other places better. Yep. Um, exactly. So, but it's nice on TikTok getting people who follow us, uh, defending us so we don't have to take the time uh, out yeah because it's exhausting regurgitate and... the same thing over and over again because the one thing yeah. i found with tiktok is that people will comment the same exact thing over and oh, over yeah. and over again yeah it's that's where a lot of people start to wonder if if it's bots uh it's it's programming in people's heads like the one that that always comes up with star wars stuff uh, is like oh star wars was always stupid so it's like why is that an argument for this being dumb or for like this new <laughs> like this thing in Obi-Wan being dumb which I still haven't fully watched yet. I I I've seen I think th technically 3 episodes and then just clips that people are posting because that's the stuff that I think is a lot more fun than actually sitting down to watch the show. But yeah. once once the 5th episode's out and the 6th one's on the way, I'll sit down and um 
and just kind of like watch most of it. They did not get serious people to write that. They did not. It is so each episode Dude. is laughable. And just even I'm not even talking about the writing. I'm just talking about the directors, the um, sets. I mean, the CGI is fine. It's got to be but, better than Boba Fett, though, right? I mean, as far as like the I didn't watch the Boba design. Fett. Okay, uh, well, from what I've seen, it it looks better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, it a probably lot, is for the design. Not a lot better, but definitely a step up. Um, in I don't know. There's some pig looking creature. And the animatronics is just on like the nose and the mouth, and it just looks weird. Doesn't look good. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're that's not, not for the show. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> I could make fun of that show all day, but we're here to talk about our favorite news anchor, David's personal hero. Oh, are we playing that clip? Did you I actually, thought we were. Were oh, we not? Uh, I mean, I wasn't planning to, but I can play it. Okay. No, it's okay. We don't have to. Oh. We'll save it for the end. You can play it at the end. Or you want to play it now. Let's play it now. Let's play it now. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Go from being indecisive to making a decision. Yeah. It's so, too funny not to. So Alex Jones, you know, is at it again because of uh, the stuff Alex going on. Alex Jones. Yeah. With the, I, I am pretty sure a lot of this has to do with the stuff that's going on in Texas. Um which is pretty crazy. And uh, by the way, just so people are aware, we're not covering the January 6th stuff uh, or, or like not in any sort of meaningful way because it's not a meaningful event event or use of our time. Yep. Uh, most people already have their minds made up about that. So I don't know what us talking about it again is really going to bring to the table. I will say that one of the people that testified I went to school with, which I had met, I had told you about earlier. Uh, I thought that was really funny because her name got dropped on uh, in one of the thing one of the things that uh, No Agenda was playing. Yeah. So this is kind of what happened, and we'll get into Alex Jones. Um, I was listening to No Agenda, and they they started making fun of some girl who uh, was a. Pol- she was a Capitol Police officer and she testified at, in this January 6th hearings or whatever and I went oh, I was like it's Caroline and then like <laughs> later on in the episode they played the clip of her and they're and I won't I won't say her full name because I don't want people if people hear this I don't want them to go harass her because that that's not nice um but it was like they said her full Did name. Did you say you wanted them to? No I don't want them that's, to. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah <laughs> um and they played like the clip and I was like oh wow I was like Interesting. Okay. And it was only a two second clip of like her talking about being scared or something. Uh, and so I haven't even, I, I haven't even checked in on any of that stuff. Cause again, it's not really that important. Like there are other yeah. things that you and I can be spending our time talking about. Uh, we've talked about January 6th and the stuff surrounding that plenty. You can go back and watch probably somewhere or listen to like the first 10 or so episodes of the show. And I guarantee you we've got plenty of conversation in there about that. Um, yeah. So, Man, Alex Jones. All this is is a societal wrecking ball to destroy any semblance of normality, any semblance of basic human biology that you see in the bees and you see in the birds. Imagine if somebody in a demon outfit showed up next to a baby, a baby giraffe and said, hi, I'm a demon. Uh, Be inclusive. Don't be mean to me. Let me wear demon horns and come up and look like a complete alien from another planet, let a space alien, and by the way, this is a program. They dress up like space aliens all over the United States and all over the world, I told you, in horrible demon psychopath outfits that make Pennywise look beautiful. 
and they show up and they have their way with your children in demon outfits. I mean, if you've got men that look like 400-pound goblin demons with your children, there's nothing you won't put up with. There isn't a species on the planet that would let something that looks like a space alien get up close to its kids, but only in America does it happen, and I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it right now. I can't handle it more <laughs> That end just... <laughs> Bro, I don't know how any just news organization like. Do you imagine the ratings <laughs> his, his, that MSNBC and CNN would get if they hired? Him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, his his example where he's like, "What if a demon showed up next to a baby giraffe?" <laughs> no. like, a four hundred oh, pound goblin oh. demon. <laughs> They're dressing up like four hundred pound goblin demons. <laughs> So entertaining. Like, dude, what? <laughs> Why a baby giraffe? <laughs> oh, oh man. All right. That thing had me crying when I first heard it. And it still almost brought me to tears now. It's just so funny. Oh man, maybe it's just a preference thing, my character, but man, that that dude is entertaining. He, yeah, but he, he cracks me up for sure. <laughs> I wonder what you would have to say about the next uh clip we're getting into, which is a clip I happen to found. Shout out to Aubin Preach for covering this. Yeah. Uh, and giving me a good laugh this morning. Um Autosexuals is a new identity. David, please play the clip so we can learn what an autosexual is. Yes, absolutely. Because if you're like me, when you first heard autosexual, you were thinking it was a person attracted to cars. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because Ads. sometimes it's a level yeah. of self-confidence. Butterflies in their stomach when thinking about themselves. Oh, or is it? Sorry. The ad, yeah. Okay, so I hate ads driving me crazy. Yeah, no, it's like a, it was only was like, like a couple, couple second thing. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 I got you, I got you. So like here probably. Yeah, let's do it. Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. My name's Anthony Padilla <laughs> and I spent a day with autosexuals. We'll uncover the truth about how it feels to get butterflies in their stomach when thinking about themselves or visualizing themselves naked. And how autosexuality can go far beyond simply being sexually attracted to oneself, like resulting in one of the guests in this video falling oh, in love with and even getting engaged to marry themselves. By the end of this video, we'll find out if identifying as autosexual has enabled these guests to unlock a level of self-confidence and self-love far beyond what most people allow themselves to experience, or if the unprovoked attacks and hate that they receive, claiming that they're just not narcissistic attention seekers made them regret publicly embracing this label in the first place. <laughs> Hello, Gia. Hello. Uh, okay, so before we start, I know the people <laughs> watching this can't see. So when he was doing his little diatribe, right, he had these stock images of like all of these beautiful people and then he brings on Gia and she is probably about 300 pounds yeah just just she's she's not in shape she no um so it's just very interesting that he's like dress is very goth it seems like yeah nothing he, wrong with dressing well, goth it's more of just what i'm trying to get at is more of the he 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 set this up is this like ooh, this sexy new thing this like oh wow yeah. oh look at these images of all these beautiful people and he's like here's gia <laughs> dude why is it I don't know if it's just me. One of the things I've noticed is, and I got, I got to figure out the a good way to say this. With all these weird 
different identities. I don't even know if I even just said that right. I probably get in trouble for that, but odd or not normative or whatever you want to call it, right? Non-binary identities. Um, dude, it's always like people who are not normative. Well, what I, like, 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 what I would oh, say... Like, what I mean is like people who seem to have no other options, even though that's not true. I don't mean that as an absolute. There's someone out there for everyone, right? But like you're limiting your percentage you know what i mean what i what i would say is that it's it always seems to be people that if i ran into them on the street i probably wouldn't just associate them associate with them um and especially if like because a lot of the people who talk about this stuff it's a huge part of their identity yeah well that's the thing is that they're identifying as it so their entire essence of who they are is wrapped around it yeah it's funny we're gonna get into it later but there's a particular reason and and that i I chose this out because it's the literal definition of the of of a of a myth uh that you know, is a classic coin term than psychology now of someone who's really self-absorbed. But we'll get into it. Just play till a minute thirty. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I was just really pointing out like his his whole setting to this is like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, and I'm telling you, dude, he's it's like all, falling through the ceiling. <laughs> it, this is, but before. So, Avin Preach also pointed out what I just said, but before he had said that, I had thought it when I was watching watching the clip of what they had before they began talking about it. I'm like, why is it always people who identify in these unusual manners that are seemed to just be preferences, right? Like with someone who's homosexual, okay, or asexual or anything like that, I can get right. You know, that makes more sense than someone who is like a demisexual or I'm attracted to the feet, so I'm a footy sexual, or yeah, you know what I'm, I mean. Well, so Seems I, like I'm they're not based a, off of preferences, right? Well, I'm not, I'm not in any way. I wouldn't say I don't want to say I'm against or for. It's more of like, okay, this is this is fine if you if, if there's a reason to have a definition for something. Uh, the problem is, is that it's it's gotten into parody territory. Yes, where potentially, and again, I haven't seen this video yet, and I didn't watch Abin Preach's thing this morning uh, when they released it, but. It's starting to get to this place where uh, it, it feels like parody or it feels completely made up and mm-hmm. that people are taking things that would uh, classically be referred to as like narcissism mm-hmm. and making it their identity because they see it now. Like there was a, a video that I saw today where <laughs> this guy walks in with a camera into like a library at a college or something like that. And a, and a lady or a girl who worked there yep. or whatever. And, and, and he just looks at her and he goes, Oh, um, he identifies as a camera. And the lady looks at this, the camera guy and is like, is that true? And he's like, yeah. And she goes, whatever. It <laughs> just keeps walking. <laughs> Cause you just like, you never know what it's this absurd. Point. Yeah. Well, you, and you never know at this point. And so it, 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 what I got from her was, it was more of a listen, this might be true and I am not going down for something like this. So what, just, just go, just do, you know, whatever you plan to do. Um, yeah. cause that's just, that's the world that we live in now where, you know, someone's identifying as like a tombstone and you're just supposed to accept it, bigot, and it's just goofy, man. And it is goofy, and it, it, well, what it does is 
in these normal interactions, it changes the the bedrock of how a society typically functions, right? As we were, I think we we're sure. just talking about right before the podcast is how it's you can't really say anything anymore. Like the pendulum has gone from yeah. people just being completely obscene, right? To just use an easy word to the other way to where you have to, you know, you can't even use the okay symbol without people thinking you're a part of the KKK. Yeah. Everything has meanings now, every, you know, and it's like, it's just so goofy. And I, I I think, and we may get into it in another video or I may, we may just play it at the end of this anyway, even this goes a little longer because I think it's a a good way to wrap back to this, like do a full full circle uh, Mm -hmm. when it comes to a lot of these things. But anyway, let's get back into it because I know you have a lot that you want to, you want to talk about. So yeah, here we go. If I can remember. <laughs> Alex. Hi. Kenzie. Hi, Anthony. How are you? How do you define autosexuality? It's self-love. It's uh, seeing yourself in the mirror and being able to not only love yourself, but be aroused by yourself. I prefer <laughs> self-pleasure over sex with like partners or anyone else. In the same way I would be attracted to a lover, I am attracted to myself. It goes beyond sexual attraction to yourself. It is also romantic. Yes, very much so. Is it the exact okay, same thing as... Thoughts? Um... I I was rolling so they okay because at first they're like well I enjoy oh man Joseph you really okay we're talking about this okay it's fine um (laughs) you know they were talking about like pleasuring themselves right and and my immediate thought was like well I, I think if you asked you know, just about anybody on the street, they'd probably be like, yes. And so the difference in this, right, is that they're romantically into themselves as if they had a partner. But that's where I the disconnect for me would come because I'm like, I don't know, what is that? Do you stare at yourself in the mirror? I mean, I'm assuming we're going to kind of get into that. Um, so just keep that in mind, though, the part of saying, like, looking yourself in the mirror right, and finding yourself attractive. Yeah, that's essential to remember. Yeah, yeah, later. yeah, yeah. Because there's 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 like things in there. There's I, I guess what we call them like qualifiers as far as okay. So you enjoy um, your alone time with yourself. You like to look at yep. yourself in the mirror, and there's some sort of romantic attraction. So yeah, I guess what those would be the three things, right? Right. Um, that they had mentioned. Uh, yeah. Uh, great. Can't wait to see where this is headed. This just, it just seems to me like people are taking their preferences and And turning them into it. Yeah. They're turning them into something. And I think like, uh, what it has to do with is society Uh, has, if you notice, what was the race of all of them? White. All right. Seemingly. they They were all female seemingly, right? Uh, yeah, I would say two were female, one was questionable. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Sexual identity or gender of the the individual, right? But I so I think what it is is that society has stigmatized being normative, right? Being, yeah, I'm trying to find the right word, binary, right? And idealize and romanticize and put on a pedestal being part of a marginalized group. And so now people are seeking to 
do that to whether if it's out of attention or to have some self-worth or something like that. You know what I mean? And uh, that's kind of one of the things I picked up from it. And the, also the other, the main thing I picked up from it is a couple things, uh, mental health issues. And then also I think people are just going off of their preferences. And I was just thinking, and again, <laughs> I thought of this when I just did the first clip, I like all of these thoughts and I paused it so I could just write them out before they said anything. And one of the thoughts <laughs> just people like me and Abba would, uh, uh, and preach would all of us would get along so well because I literally thought I was like, "What am I a booby sexual?" He says it is. Yeah, you know so, what I mean. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Well, the one that you or am I a hairy I sexual? Because I, I, I like it. I'm a long hairy sexual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you're into like long hair versus short hair. It's like what? Yeah. When, where is the? But I I think you're you're right about something very specific that you said. It's everyone is seeing now that having things that essentially make you a minority in some way that yeah. is that is the that's mainstream culture that's how you essentially get a leg up or you're defined as being different or special and so now not everybody cuz that's a little too overgeneralized but there's a large portion large group of people who if they have not had if they not don't have something that's inherent right so they're not um black or they're not mm -hmm. uh, uh they're not part of a minority group. yeah they're not part of one of the many the many acronyms that are out there now for for different races that that all get monolithically stuck together even if they don't have anything in common with each other like uh, uh speaking of that like we're gonna find out later with disney in the next episode <laughs> yeah great uh, all right, you ready? Can I keep going? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before you keep going, let me just say this. All right, so this is what I mean. When I say uh, that people people's preferences, pansexual, what is that? It's a person who uh, is the... Pansexuality is a romantic, emotional, and or sexual attraction to people regardless of their gender. So you're attracted to someone based off of their emotions, right? And so... Is it specifically uh, the emotions? Because wouldn't yep. that... Okay, but isn't that's... Okay, yeah. I, I Yeah, okay. That, sure. But that's like... Oh, okay. Uh, no, we're <laughs> going to get caught in the weeds. I don't think it's a physical... It's not a... It's not a physical attraction. On WebMD. It's not a physical so attraction. So pansexual is a branch of bisexual, meaning yes. that it's bisexuality, except that you don't want to physically be with someone. You're attracted to someone's character but, right their personality but, all right so demisexual but, but let hang me on. make it more but wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't like a a, a mass uh, like a huge majority of the people in the united states then be considered pansexual if if they're and it, it's if you're not I'm, first of all I'm gonna okay go why is it a sexual why is it a sexuality if there's not any anything that like Words okay, don't have is, meaning this anymore. Is, this is the it thing. Does, this this is the thing. A bisexual person is someone who has a potential to be attracted to both men and women. Right. A pansexual person is someone who has the potential to be attracted to anyone, regardless of their biological sex or gender identity. Right. But you you don't you're not sexually attracted to them. You know, like I, physically, because doesn't that, like in my mind those are the same thing. So so like yeah right right so apparently with pan I had I had it wrong. 
bi means you're attracted only to the two genders, whereas pan means all options open. I'm coming for all of them. Demisexual is the one that I was just referring to, to where people are only sexually attracted to someone when they have an emotional bond with the person. They can be gay, straight, bisexual, pansexual, or any other gender identity. But it's just an emotional attraction? Yes. And then you have people who are also only attracted to people's intelligence. Oh, yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, And I think it's like sapiosexual or something like that. And then you have people who, I don't know, just a list for all of them. Screw it. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, keep playing. Important to remember the whole looking yourself in the mirror and finding yourself attractive and then also having romantic desires. All right. Oh, wait, I've wait, done wait, an episode on a deposit. Let me uh, just skip. Oh, you're all right. All right I, I skipped. Minutes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I've done an episode on asexuality. Does autosexuality fall under the asexuality spectrum? It is considered asexual. The difference is you have the people that are sex repulsed, which most asexuals find themselves kind of on that side. I'm not to the point where I will never have sex with someone else, but I just don't prefer it. I've known for a long time that I've been able to experience love, desire, and pleasure with other people. But the second that you surpass, you know, second base and you're, you're migrating on to third, my brain tends to um, shut down. To what? All right, you can pause it. Okay, I want to say something real quick because this yeah. is what this makes me think of. So the there needs to, I I wish there was like a a good word for everyone that kind of falls into this autistically obsessed with sexuality category because this mm-hmm. reminds me of libertarians that are the same way about mm. their about libertarianism it's it's yeah. different but that's i think that's hilarious because they're they're talking about this stuff and the one the one girl uh, forgive me if i got that wrong but she was talking about uh alex what short she hair say? she said yeah hang on i want to see if i can i thought he put up like a little thing it was maybe it was right here hang on people that are sex repulsed which sex repulsed Seriously, it was up there. Okay, this guy needs to learn how to leave things on the screen for like longer than a millisecond. It's considered asexual. The difference is you have the people that are sex repulsed. Okay, sex repulsed. Someone who is repulsed by or completely dis, uh, disinterested in the idea of sex. Um, but anyway, the, the reason I bring that that point up that I had is because this is the listening to this is like listening to some of the people in uh, the libertarian party or when you get into like kind of overly deep conversations with people who are in, who are super into theology and stuff like that. They are so ingrained in this. It's like everything has a definition. Everything has uh, a very specific, like it's a religion. This is a religion. Yes. Like I, Got to follow the mantra, follow the primary doctrines they, and the secondary. They and have their do their, as we do. They have their flag, which is like their pri- and which keeps getting added to. But they have their flag that you know is their kind of representation the same way that like a church would have a cross or um, you have like Buddhist statues. Even though people argue, never mind. They they argue about Buddhism being a religion, but whatever. For the the sake of what we're talking about, there are there's symbolism in a lot of these things, um, and they have just like a deep desire for this like it's a it's a religion in the sense that they are actively trying to uh convert people into these things 
Yeah. Um, it's very it's very interesting in that sense. Anyway, that that just kind of crossed my mind. It was like listening to her talk. I was like, why does this sound so familiar? <laughs> yeah. No. No. I see where you're going with that. And with me, when I listened to um, the lady talk at the end there. Yeah. About how you know once she gets the third base, there's this mental there's this block that happens and to me it just sounds like a mental health issue right like something like to see or therapy for to get help for because if you're if you're having those blocks that's not something that is typical now maybe it's just something under the hood maybe it's just a uh, something with your body right well, biologically was, yeah or it, it's it's also possible that it was um previous like uh sexual assaults or things yeah. like that happens a lot too right exactly like sexual abuse. I think actually one of them um, is the only one that speaks. Uh, she uh, talks about how she was abused when she was younger um, by family and then also in church as well. Uh, and so, you know, I think that's where the place like where therapy can come in and offer some help. Right. And to really help, you know, guide people to be better functioning and understanding certain ideas and there's a reason why you're repulsed by this right so anyway not to get too in depth on that but right uh you can skip to 332 and play till 356 like it, it's their own self-esteem or their opinion of themselves that may guide them into thinking, well, you you have this inflated ego, you you're you're narcissistic. So I think it's really true to heart a projection on themselves. Where is that line drawn between encouraging someone to love themselves and saying, "Ew, that person is narcissistic for loving themselves a little bit too much." Narcissism tends to be Pause psychological. It. So narcissism, excessive interest in or admiration of oneself and one's physical appearance. All right, now you can uh, rewind it back a few seconds and let her talk. Saying, you that person is narcissistic for loving themselves a little bit too much. Narcissism tends to be psychological and fit and mental, whereas autosexuality tends to be like emotional and personal. You look at- Hang on. <laughs> the, the, those are the same thing. Yes, she's just using synonyms. Yeah, hang on. I'm going to play that again for everybody just so that they can hear. Person is narcissistic for loving themselves a little bit too much. Narcissism tends to be psychological and fit and mental, whereas autosexuality tends to be like emotional and personal. You look. Those are the same thing. <laughs> That's the same thing. That Those are coming from the same place. No. But you remember the thing I was telling you about the mirror, right? Pay attention. Right? Remember that. I'm going to go ahead and get into it because this is just, I think, the perfect spot to do it. Do you remember the story of Narcissus? Uh, remind me because it's been a while. Okay. He was slated to live a full life as long as he didn't know what he looked like, right? Once he did, so via reflection of the lake, so and Narcissus was a demigod. So the demigod was so in love with himself that he drowned himself trying to reach his own reflection. So it's a myth to warn uh, as a warning of self-adoration and vanity, which is literally what is being shown here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the literal exact definition that, and I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist. They just displayed a definition going by, off of that definition and the definition I looked up. And the literal exact story, that's exactly what's happening here. Their entire identity is wrapped up in themselves. Yep. 
that's what it seems like. And again, that's that's kind of true for the entire. Um, uh, I'm trying to the like the Alphabet Mafia. Yeah, it's it's a lot of the Alphabet nars- Mafia. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't come up with that. Um, it's a lot of narcissism. It's a lot of very like religious dogma because mm-hmm. we went from. I mean, this is kind of how it happened in the country. We went from this this uh place of we want the government out of our bedroom to now we want the government to regulate everyone knowing exactly what we're doing in our bedroom all the time and maybe even put a camera in there and force people to watch that yes and Um, if you don't watch it you're you're a bigot yeah uh there's people i mean i've seen most of the videos it's a gundam's done a lot of these uh where there are and it's tiktok so take it with a grain of salt i guess but uh, there are people on there that believe that you're a bigot because you don't want to have a sexual relationship with a transgender yes. uh, individual. Uh, Literally. And it, it's just like, and and I, we've talked about this in the past with other um, topics, especially when it came to a lot of the stuff that was going on with um, white privilege and a lot of the, the racist type of rhetoric that was going around a couple of years ago, like hardcore, back mm-hmm. like right after the George Floyd stuff. And <clears throat> I don't remember if you and I specifically had this conversation, um, but I think I've mentioned it on the show before. But after a while, if you just keep pushing people and calling people names, one of two things is probably going to happen. It's very likely it's going to happen. They're either going to just be like, fine, I'm a bigot, whatever, or they're going to kind of do that same thing and then start acting that way. Because it's like... Yep. If, if you keep pushing people into these corners and you're saying if this if these are your definitions, this is who you are, you can't escape this, whatever, you know, so on and so forth. Eventually, people are either going to kind of be like, ugh, whatever, and just accept it. And they're never going to want to, like, interact with you again. Or they're yep. going to go the more hard, hardcore route of just starting to identify that way. And then you've created an enemy out of your own um, narcissism. Yep. You're pushing them to that point. Yeah. Uh, it's blowback. You could put yep. it in a way. You could put it uh, that it's definitely blowback. Um, anyway, uh, was there anything else or do you want me to keep going? No, keep going. All right. Should I hide Before this? Before you had the term for it, did you try to suppress it? Did you try to say, oh, wait, I no. shouldn't feel these things about myself. I should feel that way about others. <laughs> God, yeah. A lot of it was me, you know, trying to force myself to enjoy things with other people. But what I came to realize was sessy time with other people was a chore. It wasn't pleasing. It was, I am doing this to make sure that everything feels normal in the relationship. See, I never really suppressed my autosexuality. Like, once I realized it was there, I really tried to cultivate it. And I found it's been really beneficial for me. When I was in college, I had a wet dream about myself that I... The- you can pause it. Does that, does that say... I'm going to make that the intro clip. <laughs> People are going to be like, what? No, it'll be a Dallas Jones thing. Yeah. When, when I... <laughs> That's a deep narcissism right there, man. Like, let me just oh, tell you. Dude. Oh, dude. Oh, man. I don't even know what to say to that. I forgot what I why I even tagged that. <laughs> Um, I don't want to. I really don't want to harp on um, this uh, this this girl's weight, but that picture of her in college versus the way she looks now is um, it's kind of telling. Yes. Yeah. No, I see what looks you're saying. Like a, but looks like a completely different person. Yeah, I think we're just completely different person. Uh, mm-hmm. Seeing as just more of man, just 
mental health issues seem to be the the running theme in all this. Yeah. And I mean that in, in no disrespect to them, but I mean this the narcissism here is just reeking through. Well, and it was like you were saying before, it seems like there there are specific issues going on and maybe actually seeking out um health like uh mental health uh would be or like better better mental health would be a good idea finding a psych psychiatrist or mm-hmm. whatever whatever you need to do to start kind of turning those things around um, and i think it's great to destigmatize mental health agreed. issues right yeah but we also don't need to put them on a pedestal uh, agreed and that, that was man uh, so i i started realizing that a couple years ago that that we we quickly went from we need to stop acting like mental health issues aren't a thing to we need to praise everyone because of their mental health issues yes. or that they're coming out with these mental health issues it's like listen stop posting this stuff on social media that you're going through these issues get a friend or a couple groups of friends and then if you for whatever reason don't have those because of where you're at in your life now go start talking to someone find a psychiatrist or um something equivalent to that and start working out those problems and and one of the things that you should do that i i is start trying to seek out friendships mm-hmm. find find people that are that you have similar interests in outside of your sexual like your sexuality your sexual preferences like join a kickball team or like whatever literally if you like to knit go find some people who like to knit get yourself in a in a group of people that can you know that you can just talk to on a regular basis um, right I, man i wonder i really do wonder and more so with the people who kind of fall into these um these uh, uh, the new categories of sexuality if a lot mm-hmm. of them are loners Oh yeah, and if they don't, if I don't know, I I mean I I yeah. really don't know because again, it, it would I, I'm not trying to like dig into to this stuff super deep as far as like in when when you and I stop recording the podcast like I'm not about to go look up like every single sexuality and try to figure out the the psychological um uh the psychological side of what's going on with a lot of these people, but it it makes me think that they it's one it's one of two things there a lot of them are either loners and they they never really had like uh, a friend group or they have a very small friend group and it's a huge echo chamber and so everyone's mm-hmm. always sort of just constantly doing like yas queen yeah or, or whatever uh to these people in or because like that's that's the way a lot of people operate nowadays where it's like oh you just need to be positive you need to constantly be positive to people uh let them you know be it's like body positivity the whole deal like do you remember when um uh jordan peterson got in trouble because he he that sports called out that's a spring that uh sports illustrated this, uh-huh. cover yeah yeah, yeah yeah um and it was interesting because he he very much was just like look i don't find that attractive and everyone's like well i think she's attractive and i was like first of all y'all it's called photoshop like i guarantee you she doesn't even really look like that uh but it was just this idea that it's like why am i being forced into this position of having to believe that that is a standard for beauty right it's like or going that from i specifically one have to be to the other yeah some people might find it like it was people in those comments they're like i people did find I actually stuff like disagreed that with his his take 
Yeah. Well, it was very yeah. and it's the way very, and the way subjective. he went about it. Yeah, I, he. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. You disagree. know what I mean? I think he's just. I. I think he was frustrated. Um, yeah. Because. I don't actually think. Uh, I get the point that he was trying to come across and make. Yeah. yeah. I also, on, on the other end, I don't think it's fair to say like. 20 years ago was a standard when the standard was something that was impossible. Cause I remember one of my favorite quotes from Cindy Crawford is when she said that, uh, it's like the only quote I know from her. So I say when it's the, my favorite quote, it's the only quote I know from her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh you gotta, what you gotta understand about Cindy Crawford is that Cindy Crawford doesn't look like Cindy Crawford. Well, that's, and, yeah, we talked about that. We talked mm-hmm. about that a couple of weeks ago with the whole Marvel abs thing. Most of those guys don't look like that. No, nope. all the time. They're, they're probably taking, some sort of steroid uh they get pumped for that specific shoot like they go and work out right before it and then they're they get chefs they get yeah they personal have, trainers they mm-hmm. get you know uh there there's a lot that goes into that there's it's a like, lot of privilege that goes into that yeah and it's like bro i was like i work out four times a week i don't look like that yep you know, it's like the standards for a lot of these these things. It's kind of always been that way. I I think what it is is that, and you're right. I think he probably could have taken the time to be a little more like uh, Peterson usually is, and and explain a little bit better, more and thoughtful, less I, condescending, I think, less personally attacking that model. Right. I think the thing that people have to remember is that it's like when we talk about this stuff, it's like it shouldn't be a standard for your health. Like everyone, this we cannot have a standard of unhealthy lifestyle yes. uh, being something that every man and, and woman is, is trying to attain. And that's what, it's so good that you just said that. So unhealthy lifestyle, I would classify, you know, th- that as an unhealthy lifestyle, right? Potentially, unless there's some kind of, you know, and that's usually issue going on, but underneath that's usually rare. rare. Yeah. But then the other side of that, right. To where it's just these, you know, supermodels, that also as a unhealthy lifestyle, Absolutely. right? Yeah. And so, but yeah. if you're if you're like man, if you're if you're eating pretty like pretty healthy, and you're going to the gym regularly, and again, you don't have to go six or seven times a week. That's yep. that can that can be potentially an unhealthy standard for a lot of people too. Um, you know, you you want to get to a level of you being healthy and uh, feeling good, but. Uh, we also, you know, the, the U S in general has this standard of drink, drinking and eating awful stuff for you. Mm-hmm. And then that just kind of being okay. And it may not affect people now. Um, but I'm telling you when you get up into your like fifties, your sixties, yeah, you're a hundred pounds or more overweight. Knee surgeries are going to become a thing. Hip surgeries are going to become a mm-hmm. thing. Um, you're going to put all of this excess uh, weight on yourself that your body was not meant to hold. Um, it's gonna wear you down. Yeah, and there, man, I'm telling you, it it you don't have you don't have to be a power lifter. You don't have to be like a marathon runner. I mean, you yeah. just get in and be active and um, have someone show you the ropes, and and that's really about it. Well, and then eat so, a little bit better as you get older. So we don't have to stick here too long. Um, I'll say this real fast, and then we can get going. Is is you know the uh, traditional American diet is terrible that's why i tell people when you know any kind of new diet comes up i might listen anything generally speaking any diet's going to be better than the traditional american you know (laughs) because it's just bad whether if it's a mediterranean paleo keto carnivore 
whole 30 healthy substitution method, whatever, man works for you. Hey, get it and do it. Um, but anything's going to be better as long as you're doing it in a healthy way. Right. Sure. Then the American diet. Yeah. And it's like, it's, I tell people this all the time. It's like, what I do is I stick to the outside of the grocery store as much as possible, mm-hmm. but I don't deny my cravings. Um, yes. and I eat a lot of protein and, yep. but that's more just because I'm, uh, I'm lifting a lot. And so that's like a, it's kind of more of a, per, a personal choice. Um, right. but for a lot of people, if you were eating, just eat meat and, and I've seen some people too, that I think it's really interesting. And I know this isn't totally about this, this autosexual thing, but it, you know, this pops up every once in a while. Um, a lot of people like freak out over the, uh, the farm versus whatever. It's like when you're first starting out, like just do your best. Like don't, yep. don't freak don't freak yourself out because someone's like, well, don't eat the, the farm shrimp versus the, the wild caught shrimp or whatever. Yeah. It's Do like, what you can afford. I tell people yeah, that all the time. Yeah. Like you're going from eating McDonald's to eating a non-organic vegetable. You'll be okay. The time, yeah. you know, clean your fruit off and your vegetables off. And, you'll be uh-huh. fine. And some of that, some of that organic stuff dude is sus. Like the whether that's really actually mm-hmm. any better than like the lim- the lemon right next to it is two dollars more because it says organic on it versus the one yep. that doesn't. Um, and people will try to break this stuff down and it's like, man, y'all are making people's lives way more complicated. Like you get give them the basics and, and let them figure it out. And you're right. If if they if that's where they kind of get to, it's like they're already doing better than eating McDonald's like four or five times a week. Mm-hmm. So but it's like. You know, but if you've got cravings, you know, if you want a, get some you a ice burger. cream here, or if you want a burger, like a burger or whatever, it's, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I, I think too, this is something kind of similar to the gun, the gun debate and or the gun arguments and stuff we've been talking about. It just requires some personal responsibility from the people involved and they just don't want that responsibility. They don't want to take care of their health the, yeah. same, the same way that they don't want to be the ones essentially responsible for their own protection um and there's a bit of myth in that because it's like you know you're not really protected and you know this this stuff is going to hurt you down the line yeah Um, don't worry about playing the next two clips it's really basically all she talks about is how she's uh um asked herself (laughs) asked herself to marry herself oh no but i want to hear that that's good play it we're gonna play Play it a reflection of their prejudices. Why are people caring about who's reproducing? It's, it seems bizarre that they're basically saying like, I want you to reproduce so bad. Make a baby, damn it. I don't know. All right, pause it. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one too. I might have to save some of these or go back through this and get some of these uh, ISOs. 855. But, but uh, so the reason why I wanted to do that is, is that I wanted to answer that question. Why do people care? Right. Hey, and you know what? At the end of the day, whatever you do I, yeah. in your own home, as long as it's not hurting someone else, is generally okay. okay. But I think as a society, these things break down a society, right? When you yeah. elevate them and you elevate, you know, things that destroy the traditional family unit, the faith of a society, and, um, you know, the, the, the fundamental bedrocks of a society and how, one's, and how one flourishes. Not only that, uh, it there's some irony in asking the question, why do people care? And this guy's got a 20 minute video on the subject with a million views. Yep. There's just some irony in that. And her going on there and talking about it uh, and uh-huh. trying to get people to care. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, why do people care? It's like, well, you seem to want 
people to care. You want yep. people to know about this. There's some maybe some narcissism. All right, in now there. go to 855 and play that. You are engaged to yourself. Yes. How did that happen? Did you how, did you plan a moment to propose yourself? Did you do the whole traditional thing of getting down on one knee? It's not a le- legally binding marriage. Right. I haven't found any kind of marriage ritual that I want to do because let's face it, the self-marriage ritual is a self-love ritual. I just thought that clip was funny because this chick's like, I asked myself to marry myself. <laughs> Oh, man, like, seriously, you know, we don't need to be glorifying things that seem like they're mental health issues. I mean, this is the literal definition of narcissism and the story of narcissists. Well, you know, these things are probably always going to be around. I think you're right. I think the, the big idea of treating this stuff as... I guess we have to say normative now or normal or whatever or perceived as normal um, probably isn't isn't good. Right. I mean, we just we don't want there the the country as a whole or whatever doesn't want to have this discussion about mental illness because of it still being stigmatized. Right. We take Mm -hmm. the gun debate that we're we're constantly talking about. Um, No one wants to have the conversation that an 18 year old going into an elementary school and gunning down 19 people has something to do with mental illness and that that should be a major if if not and in my opinion the the first thing that should be talked about not how he did it but why and what caused it but we don't Mm. do that it's i mean you can see it now right like we've gone at, at this point all we're doing is uh, hurting people who had nothing to do with that situation. Yeah. Hurting companies that had, I say we, but the federal government. Right. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's its kind of weird. And obviously, I don't, I doubt this autosexual thing is really going to catch on. I say that, no. even though someone will probably like, I'll, I'll probably run into someone this week that's like, I'm autosexual. And I'll be like, oh, what? Hey, I I'm know about that. that. On our Instagram page. We're autosexuals. Yeah. Uh, Oh, my wife asked me later, why does your Instagram page say y'all are autosexual? So we're just really in the cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add no, to, to that? Um, all right. Well, I, I do want to play this clip from Chet Hanks uh, for a couple different reasons. Um, if y'all are not aware, this is uh, one of uh, Tom Hanks's sons. He's a rapper. And he recently... He recently got into some, we'll say, like mainstream uh, hot water because he did like a, I, 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 uh, a specific type, a Jamaican accent. Okay, so I can't say a Jamaican accent. I didn't want to uh, um, upset the um, the wokies out there. Um, <laughs> but I oh, guess I will upset, upset people saying Jamaican accent. Well, I wasn't sure because she uses a different word in the video. The girl who's in inter- this girl's way who's interviewing him. And so I was thinking about it for a second. And I was like, can you even say Jamaican accent anymore? Is that allowed? <laughs> Is that within the, the, the window of allowable, allowable opinion? Is it Chet? The son of Tom Hanks? Yes. Um, so this is only a couple minutes of this that I really want to play. It'll give you a little bit of the setup and then the part that I actually want to talk about. 10-4. 
world to your Jamaican accent on the red carpet of the 2019 Golden Globes. Big up, big up the whole island, massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes, you know what I'm saying? Do you feel like you inspired a generation of boys, white boys particularly, <laughs> to use, to speak in Patois? Patois is the thing I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I did kind of make the Patois accent more like a little more trending, I guess. I think I was like, I mean, like aside from like Jamaican culture itself and yeah. Caribbean culture itself, which is obviously very, you know, vibrant. I was like the first person to like kind of like get in the conversation like of just recent times. Can I say some Patois words to you? Tell me what you think. Small up yourself. Huh? You know what small up yourself means in Patois? Uh, smile or small? Or up small. yourself. Small up. What, do you oh, even oh, speak okay. Patois? I mean, not really. Not really? I was like the first person to like kind of like get in the conversation. I just know a couple things. A couple two tree things. Things, oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> couple two tree things. <laughs> what does that mean to you? You can't really put it in words. Well, it's, it's, it's beyond. It's words. beyond. It's like the Tao. It's uh, beyond words. You can't put it in. It, it, has, it can't be contained. Wow! Wow! It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Are there any marginalized communities you want to apologize to? I don't know. Maybe the Patois community. I don't feel like I've truly done anything offensive, so. You don't see it as cultural appropriation. You see it as like a celebration of culture. Mm -hmm. And then it's like social justice warriors can like go kick rocks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No comment. Got it. No, I mean, I 100% I agree. Social justice warriors can kick rocks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that little hand yeah, wave his off. Little, his little hand, he does a little hand wave. With the bracelet just makes it. <laughs> so I uh, I wanted to talk about this because it, it it circles back a little bit uh, to to what That's we were talking about. Chet, I don't, I, I don't know if he is trolling uh, or if he's just having fun and, you know, or whatever, but he doesn't think he did anything wrong. You can call it distasteful if you want. I I don't I don't have like a you know what I mean? I don't have a fight yeah. in this. It's it's just one of those I things that's either. like I I'll would never do I would never do that, but again, yeah. I'm not him. But I, I what I think is really interesting is it's like <laughs> he she's like, "Well, do you think that you need to apologize to the Patois community?" And he's like, "No." And, and and then goes and she's like so social justice warriors can just kick rocks and and he's like yeah and she looks at him like she didn't understand what he was saying like her, it broke her head a little bit and, and well she he said yes like multiple times and yeah go ahead and then and then she goes she she looks confused and then he goes yeah I, I I completely agree social justice warriors can kick rocks no, no, then she said no comment oh right, after right, he right. said yeah and he said, no, yeah, she, yeah, they can go kick rocks. She didn't understand that, that his, he was saying yeah to what she had just said. And it was like, oh, yep. so no comment. It's like, no, that's not what I said, lady. Um, I, I thought this my, was, huh, did you want to go my, ahead? Yeah, yeah, my whole take on this is that, or one one thought I had is I don't necessarily really care so much what 
someone says or how they communicate, regardless of what the motives of their heart are, because right. it's generally speaking not going to upset me. Uh, it's not that I can't get offended at things, but it's really, really difficult to offend me. I just, I'm more so just going to be like, okay, I just want to associate with you. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I'd rather, yeah. you know, and obviously there's different, you know, someone who's being serious versus someone who's just ignorant versus someone who's just joking. And I think, you know, really the only way I see cultural appropriation uh, happening is, or, or the criticism of cultural appropriation is when it's done in w- one particular manner, typically from someone who is white trying uh-huh. to, uh, appropriate another culture but when it happens the reverse way um, that doesn't get called out and so me i'm just like well if just be consistent if you're going to call it that because a lot of the th- things that people will say is cultural appropriation i just see as someone else celebrating that culture finding things right. that they like about it or right? something that, like so for braids is one that i, I you hear yeah. about a lot and i'm like braids can be really handy for keeping hair out of your face yeah. Like, why are you trying to turn this into le- again? We were talking about religion earlier, dude. This is the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's there are practices and symbolism, uh, and I, I'm sure if you spent the time kind of going through it, uh, people are turning these cultures into their religion because they mm-hmm. don't have anything else to turn to, right? They don't see anything yeah. else, so they're like, well, let me look into my heritage. And I'll start making all of these things my identity. Right. And I'm not sitting here saying that people don't do this stuff in a weird way, right? Or in a um, cringy way, as we would oh, say. Now, obviously, yeah. there's a, this, I mean, you know, doing blackface. Again, I don't well, want to say. That's not even cultural a, appropriation. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. But, you know, that's yeah, totally I would different. say, I would say, generally speaking, take it on a case by case basis. There may be some people who are just stupid and ignorant and don't understand that. What they're doing is bad, but uh, uh, like you know, Justin Trudeau, him doing blackface—that's terrible because it's, it's the the purpose behind that. Generally speaking, and in his in that instance, it's mocking, yeah. right? Yeah, not celebration. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not, and that wouldn't be really like if you're into African culture. I don't think blackface would be how you would uh, celebrate that. Yeah. celebrate such culture. But like braids could be right, or yep. people just really like uh, this. Uh, obviously. I, if I remember correctly, this all started with the Indian headdresses, or and then you had this whole thing with girls dressing up as Indians for Halloween, and so yeah. the, this whole thing got started about that. But it's like, man, they That's just think thing, it's it? they just think it's cool. Like they, they, no one's no one is doing this to try to mock the native the culture. The, yeah, to to mock the culture. Uh, they're they're doing it because they think the culture is cool. They actually yep. like what you're doing. And the problem is, is because this has become a lot of this stuff has become such a sacred cow to groups of people. Any anything like that is just automatically seen as a problem. Um, and yeah. again, this is why we can't really move forward in, yep. in a lot of stuff. We, and we can't move forward if we can't talk. And and that's the thing is that like I, I'm kind of all right with like where Chet's coming from. It's like because first of all, he doesn't know any of those people. Yeah. You know, he was just doing something like was it dumb? Probably. I mean, Chet's not exactly someone that I would want to like defend a majority of the time. Right. Um, I don't know anything about him except this clip. He just he I think he likes the the attention. Um, He's there's been a couple other times he's done stuff. um, I think specifically to like seek out the attention anyway. um, But it's like 
we, you and I go through this a lot where people will say things like we've gone through this specifically with TikTok, right? Where mm-hmm. people, people will make accusations to us at us or whatever and expect mm-hmm. some sort of like apology or response from that. And the we thing is, it's like, yeah, we laugh. Cause it's like, dude, we don't owe you anything. Yeah. It's like, well, your silence speaks volumes. It's like, no, okay. that's all in your head. You're creating a false reality. So yep. that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up because it's, it is kind of a situation where you're like, dude, just go kick rocks. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know you. I don't know why you're coming at me in this manner. It's like, but you've already come into this situation expecting me to apologize, to, you know, be like, oh, I'm, you know, and it's like, I didn't do anything. Yep. Right. Where it, like you and I, for instance, are having a conversation and uh, we we posted or whatever and someone come. We've had this happen on multiple occasions. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, where someone has come in and they've been like, oh, way to do this or whatever, a way to be this. And it's like, we, who are you? We, we don't know you. You don't uh, know us. Yeah, you are making assumptions, and we owe no apology or explanation to you. Yep. Because we don't know you. Goodbye. And that's that's the end of it. Now, that some people might find that to be a little bit extreme, but first of all, when you're on the internet, like there's just certain lines that you have to draw with people. Um, and, and also... Uh, if that conversation had been more, uh, what would the the, the phrasing be? Uh, genuine, genuine, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, where they come in and been like, hey, well, where you said this here, uh, how 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 do you figure that? Or you know, is there some more detail you can add specifically at this section yeah. or whatever? And we've had people do that too. And um, sometimes it's very very much been like, oh yeah, fair point, or whatever. Uh, oh yeah. But it, if you're coming in trying to like start your race baiting or start some sort of this is who you are this is the way that you should do things like it's just not going to go the way you think it is no it's not and And people like we generally generally speaking don't block people but if you're just being annoying yeah yeah i mean that's what's going to get you blocked is just being in uh incessantly annoying because we don't Uh, have time for that and neither of us need our phones blowing up all the time because the same person keeps leaving comments it's yeah you get blocked or muted. Exactly. Um, when you're just hate posting. Yeah. Uh, again, no, I mean, you can hate our stuff and, and tell us why you yeah, hate don't it care. and stuff like that. We just specifically it, mean it in so, an annoying it, way. Yeah, I the love particular way people go about it. Yeah. I love the ones where people are like, y'all are boring. And it's like, all right. It was like those 5,000 people who liked this clip don't think that or liked yeah. the video or whatever. They don't think that. <laughs> My favorite one was the guy that said, uh, what was it? That yawn comment. Um, oh, two, two uh, guys talking about movies yawn. Yeah. And I said, thanks for watching two boring guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talk about movies. It's like, y'all spend the time to do that, and then you take the extra time to leave a comment, and it's like... <laughs> that further helps the algorithm. Yeah. The logic is missing, but that's that's the case sometimes. Um, Just to briefly touch these um, real fast, these next two... Uh, topics we, we don't have to get in depth. I just wanted to mention them real fast. One of them is the NPR article on uh, the FBI uh, agents who botched the investigation to Larry Nassar. Uh, For yeah. those who don't know, he um, raped uh, multiple U.S. Uh, gymnasts and other women, uh, and some that were minors, and then some who were adults. Uh, the investigation has been uh, dropped. By the Justice Department. Shocker. Yeah. Really shocked there. And then in other shocking news, uh, it has come out that Fox News host Sean Hannity pitched a last-minute pardon 
for Hunter Biden to Trump in an attempt to ease the fallout of the Capitol riot, a new reporter says. Wow. Oh, man. Hannity is who we thought he was. You know who his friends are. Don't think that he's on your side. Come on, people. Yeah. Well, they'll all get there eventually. They'll get get, uh, Trump back in office, and he's still not going to get rid of the red flag laws. But this is the thing, too, dude. I saw a video today on on TikTok where it was like some guy from the NRA, and he's like, well, I'm in the NRA, and I was in the military, and I think red flag laws are a great idea. And he was going on all these talking points, and everyone's going, see, see, this guy is part of the NRA, and he was in the military, and he thinks this should be a thing. And it's like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. This dumb appeal to authority. It's the same thing they do with Trump, where they're like, well, Trump was for a red flag. It's like, well, Trump's dumb and he's wrong. Like, I don't, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's it's interesting though, right? And it goes, again, it goes back to the religion thing. Um, a lot of people who are trying to argue for this stuff, they they are so caught up in what their, uh, their like, leaders, in quote unquote, religious leaders believe, and they, they take them at their word and they, they, go through all their talking points that they think doing that to the other side is essentially a gotcha argument. Well, it's, it's like, see, you guys love the NRA and this guy from the NRA is saying all these yep. things. So don't you believe the same thing? Don't you listen to your leaders? And and then when this just like, dude, what are you talking about? No, that's, that's stupid. Uh, yep. it, but Was it, it Dan Crenshaw? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, not this time. Uh, it was, I don't even know who this guy was. It was totally totally random and he was like going in on the like red flag laws things and, and it's like man uh y'all don't you still don't totally get it it's like you're getting closer you're, yep. you're getting closer um but getting not quite there. there so uh if you don't have anything else you want to add the only uh, thing i have to say is people go subscribe to us on youtube and follow us on tiktok and instagram download our episodes share our podcast and youtube everything with your grandma on social media word of mouth it helps out tremendously and don't forget if you can go to paypal and set up a one dollar monthly recurring payment help us out a ton and until thursday y'all take it easy i mean if you've got men that look like 400 pound goblin demons with your children there's nothing you all put up with being patient with them i try to but you got room temperature iq Expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who Got opinions not worth this what's under my shoe Y'all tripping on truth when we call it out Cause y'all people as goofy as I'll get out If y'all with them and not with you I'd sit out Cause every rapper's on the list now mad at a pitch count Flowing heaters like my soul's beat up No people focus on hoaxes and the shows he book And I'm hoping to open doors and I got foes and such But I know that I'll be opposing to the goal I must start attacking Ain't lacking my brains lashed in Same way that I game is the same way of the backhand like the bang to the Batman, I'm back cracking. Whack trends claiming they rap fans and backtracking. Give a crap about the what's his face. Only thing you out rapping is a sandwich at Subway. And y'all just so happen to welcome beef on my lunch plate. And you are a disaster, and this can only go one way. And you steady flashing guns in your music viz. And I know you do it for the fun, but what you doing is abusing every rule. Of course, you can use it quick. You're showing the world you don't know what you are doing, kid. Why would you waste your time?
one thing that I want you to see. It's everybody is ignorant. It's only when you speak on what you don't know you become slow and that ignorance crosses into stupidity. Yet I'm still spending my energy debating enemies that tend to be idiots, really inept politically, that don't have the depth or with me. Oh well, it'll be co-chance in hell, so riddle me this. How am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient? Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient, opposing opinions make folks be belligerent. A cult and religious, so you know what's on CNN and vote what you told by the folks that gotta send this message. Oh, you a hypocrite and I'm in awe cause the diversity you advocate is not in thought. You get away with it cause you placed in a freaking chamber with echoes ringing, surrounded by a bunch of brainless. Your aim is yet all the same shame cause you ain't slick, afraid to relate other things cause you nameless. Tainted, weak, empathetic, you epitomize. Politic ties cause you scared to be criticized. Ancient trick.